Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. You with me, 
together for Jesus one more time. Hallelujah.
tonight I'm happy to tell you that it's time to hear the word of God and tonight we can be sure that God will speak to us if only our hearts are open and our spirits are let. So tonight without much ado I want you to join me with a very loud hand clap with a shout unto the Lord let's welcome our pastor our shepherd Ladies and gentlemen, join me and let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan. Oh, come on, come on. Make some noise, my connect I can't hear you.
What a blessing to be in church. There is a rain falling and it's falling directly on you. You are here because God has chosen you. You are here because God has you on his mind. You are here because God intends to do good to you. And you are here also because God wants to use you. Psalm 65 and verse 4 says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. So it may sound not God, but Believe me and believe the word of God. God doesn't choose everyone. So when God is doing something with your life, don't look around and see, uh, why is it that I'm the only one who is blessed? Why don't other people have what I have? No. That is how God works. He chooses. You are among your classmates. He will choose you. That's the word. He will choose you. And he doesn't choose you to give you a husband or a wife or a big car. The primary reason why he has chosen you is that he wants you to come close to him. There are major distances between us and God. So one day Christ told someone that you are not far from the kingdom. You are not far from the kingdom. Some people are far. And Paul said, we who were far Has he brought near? So God, you can clap your hands. God is. Making moves. He's doing everything, including sending his son Jesus to die. So that you come close to him. Satan wants you to be close to him. He wants you to be close to alcohol. He wants you to be close to debauchery. He wants you to be close to drugs. He wants you to be close to sexual perversions. 
but tonight God is bringing you close to him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And one of your desires must be to be near God. Something is looking for you. Something is looking for you. Something wants to destroy you. Something wants to steal from you. And your safest place on earth is near God. And you and I, God has called, are privileged. Yes. And you can see how it ends. That he may dwell in thy courts. Thus is the court of God. So as you've come tonight, may you dwell here. During the service, begin to plan how to make this your house. How to dwell here. One of the things God wants you to do is to make his house your residential address. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. It ends by saying, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. And so tonight, I know you, you have your nice job you are doing. I know you go to school. I know you live in a nice area. But I'm giving you a plan. Think of how to make the church also your house. Think of how to make the church your house. Think of all the things you can do to be hooked to the church. To be anchored to a chair. Because the end of that scripture in Psalm 65 says we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Even of thy holy temple. There is enough here to satisfy you. If you live here, you won't need drugs to satisfy you. If you live here, you won't need alcohol to satisfy you. If you live here, you will not need sin to satisfy you. If you live here, you will not need wickedness to satisfy you. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of the Lord. God bless you. You may please be seated. Clap your hands for Jesus. Are you excited to be in church? Well, for a few minutes, I want to continue to share with you as Christians and children of God how to flow in the anointing. How to flow in the anointing. Every child of God must flow in the anointing. It is dangerous for you to attempt to live your Christian life without the influence and without 
the dimension of the anointing that you are flowing in. Now, that anointing, that word anointing, is the Holy Spirit. And every believer, whether you are a dancer, dancing star, you are in the choir, you are a pastor, you attend church, you just come to church, you are a cameraman, whatever you are, once you are a Christian, you must have a mind to flow in the Holy Spirit. Learn to flow. Flow in the Holy Spirit. You cannot be a child of God. And be far removed from the Holy Spirit. He must be close to you for you to flow in him. He must be a part of everything you do. In fact, John chapter 16 calls him the helper. The helper. I can't think of what you, can, you will attempt to do as a Christian without the help of the Holy Spirit. I don't know. I don't know what you can do. A Christian playing the keyboard must have the Holy Spirit with him. A Christian living his normal life as a, as a believer your day-to-day life, the Holy Spirit must be in your life. And you must not just, see, the Holy Spirit must not just be someone that you recognize exists somewhere, but you must flow in him. The Holy Spirit can be in your life, but he is in the corner somewhere. Every success you will achieve as a Christian should be traceable to the presence of the anointing upon your life. Every success. The Holy Spirit is the one Jesus talked about when he said that it is to your advantage that I go away. That is, it will help you for me to go away. Because if I don't go, the helper will not come. So when he left, the helper came. And many of us are living our lives without the influence of the helper. I want to say to you this evening, it's not enough for you to have only Jesus. Receiving Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior is the big thing. Is the big main thing. But it is not enough. 
you will not do well as a Christian. A Christian who has received Jesus. You will not do well with only Jesus. So there are many Christians who have Jesus but are failing. Failing in their personal lives. Failing in their moral life, morality. Failing spiritually. Failing in many areas. Today, I can give an estimate. It's just an estimate. Around 98% of people who sit in churches are only nominal Christians. That is, people who say they have Jesus, but don't practice Jesus. To practice Jesus, you need the Holy Spirit. Nobody can practice Jesus with his ten fingers. So when souls get born again, I mean, close to 30 years ago, I was the leader of the, I was the shepherd, the leader of the follow-up team in this church. And the material we were using to teach, the first week, we taught for six weeks. The first week, there was Holy Spirit baptism. And that was the, you see, Holy Spirit baptism is the, are you listening to me? Or should I bring the singer? She sang beautifully today. Can I call the singer to come? Can I continue preaching? The Holy Spirit baptism With the evidence of speaking in tongues. I'm praying in tongues. It's different from praying Heavenly Father. As I go to town today, I pray that you help me to meet Uncle Francis. Thank you for the business deal. As I go to school, help me to understand what I will study. Lord, as I'm going to town in this structure, as it is raining, may this bus not float in a river. But may I arrive in town safely. Am I praying? I'm praying. But it is different from What I'm doing eh? I'm praying about the Totro I'm praying about my life I'm praying about the money in my pocket That somebody will not steal that money I'm praying about my marriage I'm praying about my son I'm praying about any So when we got born again, those days, about 30 years ago, 
as soon as new converts received Jesus, the next big thing was not to teach them how to pray or how to have their quiet time. The big thing was for them to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, when I am, when I talk about flowing in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues is one thousandth of the things you do to flow in the Holy Spirit. If there are one thousand things, only one but many of you when you start speaking in tongues you get the feeling that you have arrived in the Holy Ghost but the Holy Spirit ladies and gentlemen is far bigger than tongues far so you see you pray in tongues, but your life is zigzag. You are praying in tongues, but you are not spiritual. Some people even finish fornicating and they start speaking in tongues. Yes. A pastor was in a hotel and he saw what I'm saying. I can name that pastor. A girl came to a hotel with a man came to the hotel, fornicated, finished, finished fornicating, and then, I think she, she remembered that she was a Christian. <laughs> True story. So, when she was leaving the hotel, I think something entered her. <laughs> so, as she was leaving the hotel with her bag and her things, I'm sure she was holding her wig. <laughs> so, you are, many of you, you speak in tongues, but you are a thief. Yes. You speak in tongues, but you watch pornography. Even there are boys here who speak in tongues, but, but they are betting tomorrow's matches. They have they are placed a bet. The Holy Ghost is bigger than Hey, listen. The Holy Spirit, the subject of the anointing, the subject of the Holy Spirit is a far bigger subject than you must practice him. So many of you have no help. I've taught you that the Holy Spirit is a person. He speaks. He hears. He speaks. But many of you are backsliding, but the Holy Spirit cannot speak to you. You can't hear him saying to you that how you spoke to your husband wasn't good. That's what I mean. 
That is what the Holy Spirit has been given to us for. That when you say something that is not right to your head, something must hit you on your inside. The Holy Spirit hasn't been given to us for us to do that when you sit with somebody and you are having a discussion in the office about your boss who has done nothing wrong to you except to employ you there should be a Holy Spirit to tell you that what you did was wrong but many of you don't have that voice in our lives but you should hear us praying in tongues some of us have have developed powerful vowels and consonants powerful deep vowels Konkonduru, Makabo. But there is no wilder crook than you. Crook. The Holy Spirit will tell you. And, and that's what I'm going to preach about today. I'm preaching already. He should be able to tell you that the way you are relating with a girl is not good. It's not good. Without that voice, you will have a child with her every year. Every year. For six years. And if they begin to talk and talk, you will take her away. Some big person was in the news yesterday when he was married to his wife. He began to have an affair. A president of a country with a woman. It became a scandal. So big a scandal that he had to resign. It's about 20 something years. Two days ago, Apparently, he had left his wife long ago. Just two days today. He, he has married that woman. The source of that scandal. They have just gotten married. <laughs> say, never say die. Until the bones are rotten. <laughs> That's how we are. Today, our time, we just have some 10 minutes. So, let me continue. If you remember... No, you need that voice. You need that helper. You need to flow in the anointing. Anybody not flowing in the anointing cannot call himself a believer. You you should be worried about your own self. To remain. I've remained in the church. 
even just this church, forget about being born again. This church, I've remained in it for 30 years. This church. I've been offended here. I've been angry here. I've been disappointed here. I've been broke here. Everything here. But I'm still here. You came two months ago. You are trying to leave the church. Anybody who has received Jesus should hear me well. What should concern you is not how to pray. Your first concern should not be how to read your Bible. Your first concern should be your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because without the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to pray. But you pray for just six months and backslide. Without the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to read your Bible, but it will be like, like, like theology to you. Bible knowledge. It's the Holy Spirit who makes sense of everything we will do in Christ. He helps us. He helps us. I want to urge you, get to know him and get to flow in him. And one of the ways before we broke off was that you must flow with the Holy Spirit as a dove. As a dove. We read John chapter 1. How the Holy Spirit 32. He said, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove. Like The Holy Spirit is not a dove. He is like a dove. The same way you are not Banku, but you look like Banku. And behave like. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. He is like a dove. And if you are living your life as a Christian and the Holy Spirit is not in you like a dove, you are lost. You are lost. Why? We learned it, this is uh, the last time, that flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove, that is sensitive. Remember we read Genesis 8. Noah released a raven. When the raven left the ark, it didn't come back. And then he released a dove. The dove came back. Ah, the whole earth was covered with water. So where did the raven go? Where it rested? The dove didn't like to rest there. So he came back. There were dead bodies floating everywhere. And the raven rested on the dead bodies. But the Holy Spirit, like a dove, did not rest on dead bodies. For the Holy Spirit to rest on you, 
you must be alive. You must be pure. If the Holy Spirit was like a raven, most of us would be anointed. He will rest on you in spite of your fornication. He will rest on you in spite of your betting. He will rest on you in spite of your pornography. But thank God, the Holy Spirit is not a raven who rests on just anything. He is a dove. He chooses where to rest. As he's re- no, 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 no. No. He rests on this one. One pastor had a dream. He was a medical doctor. One of our pastors. And he shared the dream with Bishop. And Bishop has praised with the story. In that story, this, our pastor, who is a doctor, had a vision. And in the vision, he saw a horn of oil or a bottle of oil from heaven. A hand holding oil descending from heaven and the hand descend, I think it must have been lying or sitting down and as the hand came down the horn began to pour out oil as soon as the hand started pouring the oil another voice in the dream shouted don't anoint him he's a doctor And the hand went back and he woke up. The rest is history. Are you saying doctors cannot be anointed? So there's a reason. His doctor was a type of doctor. (laughs) Number two. Flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove that has a beautiful voice. Oh, clap your hands. Songs of Solomon. Chapter 2, verse 14. Song of Solomon. Oh, my dove, that art in the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs, Let me see thy countenance. Let me hear thy voice. For sweet is thy voice. And thy countenance is comely. The dove say, oh my dove. The dove has a voice. And that voice is sweet. Always remember that the voice of God is a beautiful voice. When you wait on God, expect to hear that beautiful voice of God. Seek to hear the voice of God. The spirit is like a dove and has a beautiful and a lovely voice. 
when you get to know the voice of the Holy Spirit, you will settle for nothing else. It is the beautiful voice of God that changes your life. If you have ever heard the voice of God, you will long to hear it again and again and again. What is the point of waiting on God if you do not hear his voice? Oh, Christian brother, Christian sister, do you have the voice of God in your life? Everyone under the sound of my voice must pay every price to hear the voice. Because that voice is a beautiful voice. You can't walk about and the only voice you hear are the voices of friends and relatives and your teacher, your boss, your enemies, your critics and so on. You can't. Some of us are in environments where the only thing you hear about yourself is just negative voices. emphasizing your weaknesses. But there is something good in you, you know. I said there is something good in you. And the Holy Spirit has a beautiful voice. You see, you see one reason why everyone must have that voice. And it's a voice. It's a voice that teaches Turn your Bibles to Isaiah. Chapter 30. Yes. Verse number 20. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity. Say problems. Say problems in life. Though the Lord give you the bread of adversity. And the water of affliction. Yet. Shall not thy teachers be removed. Into a corner anymore. But thine eyes shall see thy teachers. Verse 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, this is the way. This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right and when you turn to the left. I pray for you this evening that the, the voice you hear will not only be the voice of your paddies. I said your paddies. Your best friend. Your beloved. Your sister. Your fellow pastors. Your mother. Your father. Your whatever. I pray that you will also among all the voices. Have the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
because that voice daddy is the only voice that is beautiful is the only voice that is beautiful do you know that there are many things you wouldn't want to hear from your fellow man. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. We are human beings. We all have a little pride, a little ego, a little wickedness. We have it in us. We, we, we like the voice that says that, oh, your shoes are nice. Your haircut is nice. Your clothes, your car, your son. Oh, wow. I, I, I met your son. He's such a nice boy. Oh, wow. You look nice. You walk beautifully. We all like it when we hear adulations and accolades. But when there is a voice that points out your evil coming to you, you don't want that one. So many of you don't know that you are living a life without a certain input. Because the people around you have a mind about you, but they can't say it. And a lot of that mind is not evil mind. It's the truth you must hear. It's the truth you must hear. Harakasa. Harakasa. But my dear friend, let me end. What a man will tell you and will offend you and will annoy you. The Holy Spirit will tell you and in an even stronger voice. But it will sound so sweet that you won't feel the pain of even the correction. You will feel rather helped and blessed. Hey, 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 hey. Can you imagine as we've come to church? And look at how beautifully dressed you are. I mean, watch, look at that. Look at your hair. And me, Pastor Edwin, I will come here and call you a thief. I wouldn't. I'd rather say, like I said, you look beautiful. But what did you buy the blouse? I'd like to buy one for my wife. What did you buy? Madina? Hey, call for Madina. Everything is in Medina. When I see you, I only will say, your, I like your smile. I like your hair. I like your shoes. Oh, you are so nice. Oh, you preach well. Preaching, I have never had anybody come to say to me that your preaching was bad. This example you used, this voice, uh, uh, this, the, the, this statement you made was not right. Never. Always the ministry was powerful. The ministration was powerful. Your word was beautiful. What a word. What a word. Always. Always. Right now, I just had a, I, I got a text from my brother. I've hardly met him. He just he listened to my message on the podcast. He has named his son after me. <laughs> he sent a text. Let's say, the pastor, his name is Felix. And his father's name is Samuel. He said he wants to name his son after Samuel. 
after his father. So he's, he's Felix Osei. So what will he, will he be? Samuel Osei. After his father. That is the baby's grandfather. Samuel Osei. Today. But he said. The preaching he has been enjoying. Is so powerful that. He doesn't see how he can leave my name. So do you know how he called his son? So his father is what? Samuel Osei. So his name is Samuel Osei. That's a little baby. Today. Today, 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 this afternoon. This morning. So the baby's name is Samuel Edwin Morgan Ogo Osei. And he added that it said he didn't want to leave even one of my names. But he doesn't know that there's one that he has not added. So the baby has two surnames officially. Today, I've not met him. Samuel Edwin Morgan Ogo Osei. So I'm saying that preaching, no. Preaching, no. You can't come and tell me that what I said was inappropriate and that example, but it will shock you to know that there's hardly any time I have preached that the Holy Spirit has not rebuked me. Never use this example. Never talk like this. Sometimes I'll be in my office shaking. I'm sorry. Can you come and tell? I'll slap you. So what a man cannot say to you, the Holy Spirit will say it in a beautiful voice. I pray that you will have that voice. I said, I pray you will have that voice because your friends, uh, they are lying to you. Ah, mommy, believe what I'm saying. Your friends are lying. Even the dress they say is nice. It's not nice. Yeah, it's the Holy Ghost who will say that it's only the top that is nice. Because if you bend right now, your red panties will show. I should stop preaching. Okay, then, then take your church. This is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. When was the last time somebody told you that your mouth is smelly? But the Holy Ghost can say that you yourself smell the odor that is coming. 
Nobody will tell you to go and buy chewing gum or go and brush your teeth. I pray that what no man can tell you, the lovely voice, the beautiful voice, the voice that sounds sweet, even when he is rebuking you. Where are you going? You're going to surround yourself with liars or half truth tellers. You know half truths? That is the tr- both are true. That your hair is nice, but your dress is bad. But they'll only say your hair is nice. But the Holy Ghost, He will say your hair is nice and your dress is bad. Hey, but if we didn't have the Holy Spirit in our life, where would we be? We have no business standing here. And many of you here are going on and on. That voice, that voice is absent. It's a still small voice, but it makes a big difference to your life. You can clap your hands. You are at home with your wife. Your children have gone to school. Three hours you are in the house with her. You have said nothing to her. And she's also there. On her phone. You won't engage her. You won't say anything. Three hours old. You know three hours. But if you have the Holy Spirit, he will say to you that you have gone to get somebody's daughter from her father. Don't be a bushman. Sit down and turn on the TV and even chat from the TV. can take somebody's phone read its messages and put it there as if you've not touched it yeah because because and, and, and you have good reasons why you must monitor the messages on the phone you have good reasons but if you have the Holy Spirit in you he will tell you what you are doing you, you, you are destroying your relationship because you don't understand the context of even what you are reading I, I, you don't seem to understand the English. Should I speak tree? Is she into tree? What language does she speak? Ga. English? But it doesn't seem she understands it. You can come to church once a month. And there's no voice that talks to you. I'm saying that, that you see, it's a beautiful voice that you need because you, you, see, you need to hear rebukes also so anybody in your life who can rebuke you must be very precious there are, there are many people I have sworn I would never say anything negative to never not me now such people are doomed and damned because how can you be there and not hear corrections but it is because of how you have arranged your life. So even if your pastor says he won't say anything, you need to have the Holy Spirit who among the things he will tell you will tell you to restore your relationship with your pastor. I'm preaching. Have a voice. Have a voice. 
have a voice. You see, our wicked nature makes evil sweet. Yes. Say sweet. Yeah. I, listen to me. Can you please sit down? I feel dizzy. Especially if you are wearing canary yellow. I feel dizzy when you stand. Can you? Let me tell you something. Not everything that is sweet or right to you is right. That's why Jesus had to be on a certain diet, a special diet to even know what was wrong. Because in our evil world, sins, evils look right to us. If there's no voice, you are going to embrace sin and call it righteousness or right or it's good or it's appropriate or I should, I, should, I, I should do it. I should say it. Number three, flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove that can fly away. Oh, I love this one. Unfortunately, my time is up. That can fly away. <laughs> Psalm 55, verse 6. Oh, and I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away. Anything, you can have the wings of an eagle. The wings of a chicken. The wings of a swan. But the wings of a dove easily flies away. Easily flies away. The Holy Spirit that you need. You need. You see, once again, can I make a comment before I move to the next point? Am I allowed? Sir, this is your church. Am I allowed to make comments? I can make a comment on a verse. All right. All right. I, oh, you say that you're flowing the anointing. Let me tell you something. Many of you don't know that you can lose very important relationships. There are people who feel that certain relationships are theirs for life. Wives feel that way about their husbands. Husbands feel that way about their friends, about their wives. Friends feel that way about their friends. Employees feel that way. There is something in us that makes us have a certain sense of permanence towards important relationships. But there's nothing like that. Important relationships are only relationships you are enjoying today. There is no tomorrow when it comes to important relationships. There's no tomorrow. You have to work it out for it to last tomorrow. Can I take it again, money? 
there is nothing like a tomorrow when it comes to relationships that offer you life there's nothing like tomorrow as you are you see you have an opportunity with that relationship today so that you can prepare it for tomorrow So when the woman with the alabaster box of perfume came, what did Jesus say? She said, what she is doing is for tomorrow. She is doing something today to prepare my relationship with her for tomorrow. Today, I had a chance to be with Prophet. We met at a wedding. I made sure, I made sure that as his car was passing, was, was leaving, my tomorrow with him was guaranteed. And the, this service I'm having, I'm having this service as one of the Bolts and nuts. I'm using to revert myself towards him. Tomorrow. Say tomorrow. 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 Many of you have had a chance in your today. And you rather bastardize the relationship. So many people have no tomorrow. Many of you, the the important relationships, you lost them a year ago, but you don't know. Because you see, when the person meets you, he smiles with you. So you don't know that something has, has, has permanently cracked. And, and, and if the person is very anointed, there's a way he can relate with you. You wouldn't know that something is lost. And as, especially if the person is an anointed shepherd, shepherd, you will know. Because regardless of what you've done, the shepherd in him compels him to relate with you in a certain way. But something has given. So always, when I'm doing something, I think of how will this affect my tomorrow with respect to my relationship with the important people in my life. My wife. My son. I woke up today. One of the things I did was to send a text message to my son. Because we, we had had a hot meeting the day before. And I wanted to preserve my relationship. Because you can have a son and think he, you own him. But you've lost him. You don't know what I'm talking about. Yes. So I reached out to cement my relationship with him for next week. Because it's very important to me. He is very important to me. I sent him a text. I said, you are very, very important to me. That's why I, I, I've done that. Because that's why. I said, because you are very important. Today. Some of you, you don't care. You don't care. Whether you are losing a, a relationship, you won't make any investments. You won't do the things you must do to keep important people. So you live your life trivializing important relationships and you have brought it to the Holy Spirit. Many of you don't know that the Holy Spirit 
left you a long time ago. So your Christian life without the Holy Spirit is a horrifying experience. In Acts 19, Paul was horrified. He literally gaped when, he, when the disciples told him that we have not even heard that there's a Holy Spirit. He said, what? Is it possible? You are disciples? You have received Jesus? Is there? He said, since you believed, Acts 19, verse 1. Since you believed, verse 1. Verse 2, sorry, verse 2. Since you believed. They believed in Jesus, but they didn't have the Holy Spirit. Paul couldn't believe it. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure he said, are there people like that in town who have Jesus, but have not received the Holy Spirit? He said, we have not even heard there is something like the Holy Spirit. And some of you are as far away from the Holy Spirit as you are from Japan. And your life is a nightmare. You can't make choices. Things are spoiling. Some of you pastors don't have marriages. But you think because you are wearing a ring, you are married. We should come and see how you talk to your wife. You don't have any idea the life she's living behind you. Not, not adultery. No. But you don't have any idea that her heart left you three and a half years ago. I'm talking to this one of these people. Is this area boys relationships, unimportant relationships that you can take for granted? Today I want to ask you, what are the important relationships in your life? Which is even a prayer topic. That, that you should pray that God should reveal to you what is important. Because you can, you can collect nonsense as important. Yes. You can collect feces. You see, it's the devil who makes feces look like jollof rice. Everybody is looking at you in wonderment. But you can't say you are destroying your life. The Holy Spirit... He has the wings of a dove. He flies away. He flies away. He leaves you. And when he leaves you, that voice goes. The voice that warns you. The voice that comforts you. The voice that guides you. The voice that teaches you. The voice that encourages you. The voice that says, go on. It leaves you. And all you have left are voices of friends and area boys around you. And finally, number four. Flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove that has dove's eyes. Dove's eyes. Flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove that has dove's eyes. The Holy Spirit, you see, like I said some weeks earlier, when you are with an important person, you must know how to be with a person. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit 
has dove's eyes. Song of songs. Song of Solomon. 1 verse 15. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Thou hast dove's eyes. Dove's eyes. Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 1. I'm ending now. God willing, there's life. We'll continue tomorrow, uh, next week. Verse 1. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast doubt's eyes within thy locks. Thy hair is as a flock of goods that appear from Mount Gilead. Listen to what our father says to us. The spirit is like a dove. I'm ending now. Play it, baby. Play it, baby. The spirit is like a dove. Because of the shape of a dove's head, its eyes can only focus on one thing. Kai. The Holy Spirit has dove's eyes that are deliberately focused on one thing. The Holy Spirit is focused on you. His love is focused on the church. The Holy Spirit is focused on the bride of Christ. God's attention is on his people. He wants us to break forth into church planting and church growth. At least, if nothing at all, he wants us to break out into church. That's right. The Holy Spirit in you is not looking at your job. His attention is not on parliament. If the attention of the Holy Spirit was on parliament, this country would be a different country. Something else is in charge. Because the God of this world is not Elohim. The Bible tells us who the God of this world is. And the systems that are under him. Let's concentrate. The Holy Spirit. His eyes are on the bride of Christ. His eyes are on the church. My dear friend. One of the most powerful and most compelling reasons why you must flow in the anointing is that you are you, when you flow in the anointing, your eyes also become fixed on what the Holy Spirit's eyes are fixed on. I'm here to meet somebody full of the Holy Ghost, and his eyes are on politics, or his eyes are on health, his eyes are on transport. That's why you can have a pastor who is a doctor. I'm explaining to you. Because when the Holy Ghost fills you, whether you are a carpenter, you are a president, you are a doctor, you are a nurse, you are whatever, suddenly your focus shifts to the church. I'm a medical doctor standing in front of you. I should be doing emergency. But my eyes... 
because of the person I chose to be my friend, my eyes are fixed on the church. I was telling somebody that. This quarrel I'm, I'm having with you, what we are quarreling about, it's not for my son's business. It's not for my wife's business. It's the church. But you, see, you can't believe that a pastor can quarrel about the church. Because my eyes are fixed on the church. Do you know something? Your marriage will last if your eyes are fixed on the church. Your children will turn out right if your eyes are fixed on the church. Yes. Your important relationships will be established if your eyes are fixed on the church. The evil that is in the world is too powerful for you to resist alone without a certain focus. I pray for you today that the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit will refocus the lenses of your eyes. But when you meet a girl and you even feel like chasing the girl because your eyes are fixed on the church it seems to have a dilutional effect on sin. Many of you, it is because of the church that you have not been arrested. You look at yourself and see the evil in you. But the church has a way of weakening the, the grip of Satan over your mind, over your life, over your family. Some of you should have sons who are homosexuals by now. But it is the church that has broken that hold. It's a church. And those who flow in the anointing, they are lab technicians, but they focus on the church. Those who flow in the anointing, they are students. Are you a student? But you can be a student and your eyes are on something else. But when the Holy Ghost is in you and you are flowing, Bishop Oedipo told his class teacher, the teacher was, David, settle down. You are a student. Stop this soul winning and all this noise you are making. And he went to the teacher and said, Sir, sir, I am a part-time student and a full-time Christian. Sir. But many of you are part-time Christians. Saturday evening Christians. And full-time area boys. Full-time girlfriend of some rich man. Some of you are part-time believers and full-time sports betting officials. But today, if you could lift your hands even as you are seated and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you, he will change your focus. He will shift it from betting, from sin, from useless ruminations, from useless perambulations roaming aimlessly the church has power to give you focus 
And if the Holy Spirit feels you like you are asking him to do now, he will refocus your life. He will refocus your life. You see that everybody around you seems to be excited about something you find useless. And the church is on your heart. How to sing in church. How to do outreach. How to build your basenta. How to, how to grow your church. How to help that sister to be a strong Christian. How to help that brother. Meanwhile, your problems, oh. You have problems, but when you get money, you want to share it with somebody who needs something that you even don't have. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Can you stand to your feet if you are sitting and lift your hands? Lift your hands and pray. Feel me. Unless he feels you, that girl will take your mind off God. If he doesn't feel you, your vision to go to America will take you off Jesus. The Bible says there are, it may be, so many different types of voices, and each one is significant. None of them is without signification. King James Bible. You won't even know how you become some way. You won't even know how your mind will leave God and leave the church. You won't believe it. That, that a day will come, you will have verses to, to, to explain why you must fornicate, to explain why you must drive your pastor out of your life, verses to explain why you shouldn't come to church. You won't believe it. Can you lift your hands? Holy Spirit, feel me. I'm a pastor. Yes. If you don't feel me, focus will shift from Jesus to Justina. Oh yes. Let me tell you, I was having a chat recently with Bishop Kobe. And as we were texting ourselves, we had seen a news article about a pastor somewhere, a reverend somewhere, who has been arrested as an armed robber because he was hijacking, carjacking. He was arrested, arrested, and he was telling his story how he got the gun and how what made him do what he did. So I asked Bishop Kobe that Charlie. So we too, you and I, you Bishop Kobe and I, me Bishop Ogo, what evil do we also have in us? And when will it come out? What will bring it? Because as this pastor was around, like Revo, Revo, he, he had an armed robber in him all. You won't believe what is in you. As you are standing here with the cross. You won't believe it. That reverend, he loved God more. What he has done in the ministry 
90% of 98% of you in this room haven't done it. The things he has done for God, only about three or four in this room can, can boast anything close to what he has done. And as he was sincerely serving God, he had in him. Because we all have it. David, as he was writing Psalm 23, he didn't know that he had a murderer in him. It only took a woman batting. I mean, you won't even know how a woman batting. Was he batting at all? Bathsheba, was he batting? Really? Because it says she was washing herself. Is it the same as batting? Something like that. Okay, if a woman says it, something like that. Because I think that batting is not the same as washing yourself. But it, it, it's a type of batting. All right. <laughs> Mommy, you won't believe how a woman washing herself behind the door there, how that thing I'm looking at can be linked to murdering my assistant pastor. You don't know what is in you. It's just the grace of God that has given you a cross on your neck and a title and a suit. Somebody is wearing a smock. We are wicked devils. Wicked what? Wicked what? It's the grace of God. You know, I got born again. It's been two years more. I'll be 40 years since I got born again. It's only God's grace which has kept me. Because the things that are in me, if God puts three on the table, you will remove your clothes and run out and greet everybody you meet and come back and wear your clothes. If God takes three of what is in me out on the table. That's why if you are here, you need the Holy Spirit to keep your focus. Without the Holy Ghost, you won't believe what you can do. You won't believe what you can become. Some of you, nothing less than five of you in this room, in 15 years' time, you'll be fighting the church you are in. You'll be outside 15 years. And you won't know how much money will, will be able to pay for that behavior. Can you lift your two hands? Holy Spirit. Feel me. Marco Come your Every singing now.
head bowed, every eye closed. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Madino Mosata, Rema Mama, Ecosa de Mo Shadava, Limanimo, Sigadeva, Holy Spirit, strength. Oh, yes, 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 yes,
you are here tonight, you are not born again, you want to meet Jesus. Everyone needs to meet Jesus. The Greeks, when they came to the disciples, they said, we must see Jesus. Wherever you are tonight, every head bowed and every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to meet Jesus. I want to know Jesus. I want to have him as my master, as my Lord. If you are here and you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus, wherever you are, please lift your hand as your head is bowed. Yes, lift your hand high. I see your hand. Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand high. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I need Jesus. Lift your hand high. You are here. You want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. Yes, lift it high. Lift it high. Yes, I see it. But let it go high above your head. Above your head. Yes, above your head. Above your head. Now, if your hand is up, I want you to please leave your seat and meet me here in front. Come to the front here. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. Give us strength Come. to carry on. Let your fire burn. Holy Spirit, let your spirit, let your spirit window strong. Give us strength to carry on. Let your fire Jesus into your life and I want you to everyone lift your hands and let's all join them and say the prayer together say heavenly father heavenly father today today I surrender my life to you I surrender my life to you I realize I am a sinner I realize I'm a sinner I've done many bad things I've done many bad things please let your blood wash me let your blood wash me. Let your blood cleanse me. Let your blood cleanse me. Today, today, I confess. I confess that Jesus is my Lord. That Jesus is my Lord. My Master and my Savior. And Master and my Savior. I will serve Him. I will serve Him. I will walk with Him. I will walk with Holy Him. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Lead me. Lead me in the way of Christ. In the way of Christ. Let Your will be done. Let Your will be done. I thank You. I thank You. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. You are born again. Are you going to be serious with this decision? You know, God has chosen you. He cares about you. He wants you. He knows how helpless you are without him. 
and he wants to bless you. Acts 3, 26. He wants to bless you. He sent Jesus to the world to bless you. That's why he has called you. So there are pastors who are going to help you, guide you, visit you, correct you, pray with you, explain the Bible to you. It's going to be a great journey. Are you ready to walk with Jesus? Yes, of course. Beautiful. So follow me. Let's go. Let's go. I'm taking you to your pastor. He's the one standing there. He's waving his hand. Can you see him? Yes. Clap your hands for them as they go. Don't stop clapping now. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Now, all those in the new believer school, now we've changed the arrangement. You'll sit through the service and then you go after the preach. I mean, you sit through the preaching. Then after the preaching, you go and meet your teachers for a short time. So, if you are in the school, you remember we used to go before the preaching? Now you are going after the preaching. So, please go now. Those of you in the school, go to your teachers now as we close. Next week, we are going to place an offering bag in front of this, so you give your offering as you are going. So clap your hands for them as they go. Oh, don't. Clap well. Are you happy you came to church? Take out your communion. I hope Joanna is working. Take your communion. about to eat is the body of Christ. It has everything you need. There's healing in this by faith. Any sickness in you as you eat it. Because Jesus told us to do this. This is not a pastor's idea. If you are weak physically, spiritually, Strength will come. Amen. Believe that there's healing coming into your life. Yes. Believe that something is being restored in your Amen. life. Amen. And say after me, the body of Christ. The body of Christ. For my strength. For my strength. For healing. For healing. For deliverance. For deliverance. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. You deserve the glory. Let your cup. Jesus, 
the blood of Jesus. It washes. It has power. Anyone intending to drink your blood, they must meet this blood first. I said they must meet this blood first. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. For my protection. For my protection. For my deliverance. For my deliverance. For my blessing. For my blessing. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands. Father, we thank you. Latuna Masa. Likirima Galinos Staliakas Somebody's life is being realigned. Amen. Somebody's life is being reorganized. Jesus. Yes. Something that was in the wrong place ah, is being put in the right place. Jesus. Ah, Masamo Mahaka. I see something melting in your body. Amen. Ah, it's not a physical tumor. It's an idea. It is a lifestyle. It's a way of thinking. It is melting by the blood. Whatever in you doesn't make it easy for you to walk with God. By the blood. By the bread. In Jesus' name. Receive wholeness. Receive healing. Receive restoration. Let the power speak. Let the blood speak. Yes. Let the blast speak. Oh, yes. Any area of your life where you have lost your voice. Any area of your life where you have lost your voice. Another power has taken over your voice. I declare that the blood speaks now. The blood speaks now. The blood speaks now. Receive your healing. I receive it. Father, touch us. Yes. Touch us. Yes, Lord. Ah, somebody, your two hands are up and you are receiving strength. Somebody is being strengthened right now. Yes. Somebody is being strengthened right now. Yes. Somebody is being strengthened right now. Receive strength. I receive it. Strength to say no. Yes. Strength to serve God. Amen. Strength to walk with God. Amen. Strength to say yes, Lord. Amen. Strength not to follow your friends. Receive strength now. I receive it. And the Lord will be done. Yes. Put your hand on your head. Receive new ideas. Yes, yes, Lord. New ideas for victory. Yes. I just hear there are new ideas. New ideas for victory. New ideas for victory. Any area of your life where you don't know where to turn to, you don't know what to do. The Holy Ghost is planting an idea, an idea, an idea, an idea. Receive it now. I receive it. Kadima Mosa. Any idea that was going to lead you to your destruction by the laying on of your hands on your head, that idea evaporates. That idea leaves you. And what is left? God's ideas, supernatural ideas, the wisdom of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God. Receive it now. Finally, place your hand on your belly, your stomach. I now declare yes, Lord. Malabo. Ilalola. By what you have eaten, I now declare yes, Lord. sin will not be sweet to you. Amen. Evil will not be sweet Jesus. to you. 
because of what you have eaten, only what is good will be sweet to you. The word will be sweet to you. Righteousness will be sweet to you. Any attempt of the enemy to smuggle sin, to smuggle evil, and to let evil look good, I curse it now. And I declare that you are free. You are free. Yes, Lord. To live the life God purposed for you to live before the foundations of the earth. Be blessed. Yes, Lord. And walk in God's plan. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Manamos. Rakas Asuna Mahanda. Be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays, as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.